Welcome to InsureTalk, the podcast where we don't just talk about innovative ideas in PNC insurance. We talk with industry trailblazers about the big ideas they made happen and how they did it. This podcast is brought to you by Guidewire, the platform PNC insurers trust to engage, innovate, and grow efficiently. Visit guidewire.com for more information. And now, let's make it happen. Welcome to InsureTalk. My name is Laura Drabek, and I'm the Chief Evangelist at Guidewire. In this episode, I have the privilege of interviewing Matt Turek, President of CAA, Canadian Automobile Association Club Group. Matt is a senior executive leader with 19 years of insurance experience and has led teams in underwriting, actuarial claims, as well as sales and service. I had the privilege of meeting Matt during CAA's evaluation of Guidewire, and I specifically selected Matt for today's podcast because he drove Canada's first pay-as-you-drive insurance offering, CAA My Pace. Hi, Matt. Thank you for joining my podcast today. Thank you very much for having me, Laura. CAA Insurance Company is part of the largest Canadian Automobile Association Club with over 2 million members. And you already offer extensive services like roadside assistance, um, automotive services, as well as insurance coverage like home and auto insurance. Why offer a pay-as-you-drive offering? What were your business drivers behind launching this line? Well, we went out to CA members and we really asked them, what are they looking for in their insurance? And what are the things that they want to see their insurance product, auto or home, look like in the future? And this was back in 2018. And what we heard from customers and we heard from members and insurers is that they want flexibility. They want some choice. They want control over how their insurance operates. And we used that feedback, that insight to help us create CA MyPace, where we could provide consumers with that choice and that control over how their auto insurance works. We knew that low mile drivers or drivers who have multiple cars or driving less want to be able to pay less for insurance and want to see the discount that comes along with the less exposure that they have. We know that there was a shifting lifestyle focus where people's lifestyle looked and felt different from each other. And so we wanted to create a product that really spoke to those life stages and really helped put the consumer first, allowed the consumer to have that ability to flex their costs, allowed the consumer to control what ultimately their insurance, how it behaves and what it does cost them in the long run and allow them to make some decisions along the way. And so we used all that information to really create, as you said, the first and still only pay-as-you-drive auto insurance program in Canada. So that's a really powerful message, create a product for all life stages. What differentiates CAA MyPace from other telematics offerings in Canada? Well, the other telematics offerings in Canada, whether it's with CAA or other companies, really looked at a discount based on driving behaviors. So how you speed, what time of the day you're driving, acceleration or hard braking. CAA MyPace, while it uses the same technology, we don't use any of those variables in our rating. CAA MyPace is simple. It's really just about how much you drive, the number of kilometers you drive. And so it allowed us to create a program that lets people manage their mileage and therefore save money when they're driving less. So I like that, the beauty and the simplicity. It's about simply tracking the number of kilometers. And Matt, when I think of a typical pay-as-you-drive consumer, I think immediately of a millennial. But that's not the case with CAA MyPace. Who ended up being your main consumer and why? 
You know, when we designed the program, one of the first thoughts that came into our mind is the millennial generation who is using multiple modes of transportation, potentially living in downtown cores in cities that they can walk, they can cycle, they can use public transit and aren't driving or aren't picking up on owning a vehicle in the same way as people did in my generation or in other generations. We thought of that same cohort of customers. And while there are millennials that are buying into my pace and still want to own a car, but drive it on the weekend or use it along with other modes of transportation. What we find more and more is that we're getting the generation that is more established in their ways of driving, that they have two or three cars, that they use one car for more of the transportation and the second car that maybe a weekend drives. Some of the older population where driving is not as frequent, maybe to drive to the grocery store or to see families, but you know, are, are more at home. And really any motorist who drives under 9,000 kilometers will save money on this program. So it speaks to various different life stages and lifestyles and various different age groups. And I would add to that, that with the pandemic going on, it's added a whole new dynamic. People working at home are not driving their car as much as they used to. And this program allows people to save while they're working at home and while we're in the current environment that we've been faced with. So no one could have predicted such a massive shift in commuting patterns a few months ago, but so many people are working from home. It's reasonable to expect that pay-as-you-go models will become more common post-pandemic. What are your thoughts, Matt, and any other observations you can share with us on trends? Absolutely. So CA MyPace continues to gain tremendous attention and we are seeing growth year over year of about 250%, which tells me that consumers find the CA MyPace program very applicable to their life stage and lifestyle now. Over the last few months, we've seen driving down 50% and I still expect kilometers to be less even with some of the stages of reopening going on. And so pay as you go as an auto insurance innovation is very relevant for a lot of consumers and, and a lot of what our future holds for us. And, you know, it allows that flexibility, creates the choice and allows insureds and consumers to really be in charge of how much their insurance is going to cost. Before we continue, listeners, if you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe to Insure Talk on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. It helps others learn about and discover the show. This is Laura Drabik, and let's get back to our conversation. I'm talking with Matt Turek, president of CAA. Matt, you support multiple distribution approaches with MyPace, the CAA agent, direct-to-consumer, and broker advisory service. Is it the exact same product and rates offered through all distribution channels? It is. And we're extremely proud to be in multiple channels and have the broker channel and the direct agent channel. It is the exact same product, the exact same price. We believe that consumers should have a choice in the channel in which they wish to shop. When you have to pay commissions on the human-based channels, how does this affect your profitability for this line? The cost base between the two channels for us is the same. We don't see a difference in terms of one channel costing more than the other channel. Our direct channel, we have in-store agents and we have call center agents. So so we have a, a blend of a, a call center and a, a captive agent in retail location model. So our cost base to run that channel versus the cost base of paying commissions works out to be the same. And therefore, it doesn't change our overall profitability or the ability to rate. 
the program appropriately. So launching a new line like CAA MyPace must be a complex undertaking involving actuarial modeling, regulatory collaboration, and marketing efforts. Give us a glimpse behind the curtain and fill us in on the effort involved in creating and launching this new line in Canada. Yeah, so it started with us with really working on what consumers want and what would fit within a consumer's need from an auto insurance product. Then we started working with our regulator to say, how can we take this idea and this innovation and make it work with the regulations that we have in Ontario or any of the provinces that we underwrite in? And we worked very closely with the regulator to vet out the ideas, vet out the concepts, to work out how can how can this program work and ensuring that it accomplishes the consumer's choice, the flexibility, and provides the same rating program, regardless of which channel or whether it's a standard policy versus a MyPace policy. We then started looking at, okay, well, how do we explain this program to consumers and how do we get this out in simple and plain language so that consumers will understand enough about the program so that they will call and talk to a licensed advisor or a broker about the, the details of the program without trying to market insurances, the insurance language that nobody understands. We, we really tried to keep it simple. And make it so that consumers can understand that uh, you buy a 1,000 kilometer increments, you know exactly how much those 1,000 kilometers are going to cost you, and that you're never going to pay more than a standard policy. You will absolutely know that there's no downside to this. There's only upside, which if you drive less than 9,000 kilometers, you will save. There is no downside if you're never going to pay more than a standard policy. The only time in which a customer wouldn't see the MyPace as advantageous for them is if they are driving a lot. You know, you're going to pay in 1,000 kilometer increments. So if you drive 2,000 kilometers in one month, you're going to pay twice for that 1,000 kilometers. You're going to buy 2,000 kilometers. So if you do drive a lot, this program may not be the right one for you because you're going to be billed more frequently. That would be the only time in which I would say to a customer that, you know, a standard policy may be, may be the right one for you. But in any occasion, you will not pay more than that standard policy. Yeah, that's a really great way to sum it up. Heavy drivers, this might not be a great fit for them. So French and English are the official languages of Canada. Are you supporting both? And what is the added complexity of creating a new line for multiple languages? Yeah, we do support both, um, French and English. You know, the complexity of that is really do you have to make sure your your app, if you have it, or any web pages you have, um, provide both documentation in French and English. Any forms that you have are both in French and English, and that you can provide customer support, whether that's through a broker or through an agent. CA is very proud to provide both French and English uh, support on all of our programs. We need to take another break. Just a reminder, if you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe to InsureTalk on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. Now, let's get back to our conversation with Matt Turek, president of CAA. Matt, how do you involve your brokers in coming up with new product ideas? Can you tell us about where you get your new ideas for products? Yeah, our product ideas come from brokers, agents, uh, internal staff, underwriter, and a lot of research that we do in the marketplace um, and, and globally. But we do meet a lot with our distribution people, our brokers and our agents, um, and talk about what they're hearing from customers. Uh, what are they seeing the need is? Where do they think insurance products need to evolve? 
you know, what are, what are the things that have worked really well within the insurance products that, the, that they're seeing customers appreciate and they, they like? Um, and what are those service moments? What are the things that are making, you know, a company or, or an interaction with a customer different that they know that they want to keep repeating? Because that's what builds loyalty and that's what builds response and, and, and that's what ultimately they sell and they win on. Um, and so we take all of that feedback and those ideas and we, we try and look at, well, what can we do from a product suite perspective and what, and what fits what CA does? Uh, we, we don't want to put products out there that we can't back with the customer service and the, and the risk and pricing uh, prowess that we have. Uh, we want to make sure it does fit our, what we specialize and what we do really, really well. And ultimately, we need to make sure that we can provide that amazing claim moment, that moment of truth where when customers need us, we know we're there and we're there with white gloves on. And that we, we live up to what CA's purpose is, which is really being obsessed with both amazing product and amazing claim service. Now, you won a Guidewire Innovation Award for your MyPace initiative. I'm a judge. I voted for you. And what I appreciated most about your submission were the metrics. You had an increase of 30% in auto policy sales, an increase in cross-sell opportunities, and increased diversification of your customer base with 70% of your MyPace sales being new customers to CAA. That screams success to me. How do you measure and define success? We designed the program by asking the question, what do consumers like and what would they benefit from? And we created a product that revolves around it. To me, the success is in delivering a product that answered those needs of the customer, that delivered on what the customers were telling us, that we could center on what is customer focused and delivering a product and a program that meets different lifestyles. And that to me is what has made CMI Pace successful. And we've been able to create a product and innovate a product that isn't usually innovated in Canada or, or uh, in auto programs to really spark the start of what you can do with auto insurance. Yeah, I, I really like what you just said. Ultimately, an innovation initiative is a business opportunity and it comes back to ensuring that you're meeting the needs of your stakeholder, which is your customer. In a recent survey of large companies by Harvard, they found that politics and turf wars were the biggest obstacles to change. What was your biggest obstacle to change and how did you neutralize it? You know, we don't really get into the turf wars uh, at CAA. You know, the biggest challenges we see for companies is looking for ways to pursue a pay-as-you-go model are the lack of technology, the lack of an appetite for risk or the fear of cannibalization. We, we, th we see those kind of aspects, technology, cannibalization, and, and risk appetite as really the main challenges for companies launching into pay-as-you-go. You know, it really draws on the core value of an organization to keep moving forward to keep looking at what customers needs are and to really take the leadership and deliver something that really answers that question for consumers and doesn't focus on the fear behind cannibalization or, or the, the, the risk appetite. And yes, I may reduce my premium by doing it, but I'm going to end up retaining more customers, selling more policies and delivering better value. 
And so, you know, we've been advanced at CA from a technology perspective. We put Guidewire in as our policy management system in in 2012 on a full suite basis. That has enabled us to do amazing things like innovating our product and continuing to evolve and create things like CA MyPace. If we didn't have Guidewire, we definitely would not have been able to build MyPace. It really is part of the foundation that lets us innovate. So uh, I, I thank you guys and the company for everything. Well, first of all, thank you very much for the call out. We do certainly appreciate your business. And I have one final question for you. What is the one critical piece of advice you would share with carriers planning to launch a new line? I think companies traditionally create product and figure out the math and profit margin uh, in the rating structure, and then try and figure out how to sell that to consumers and convince them that it's the right product for them. And the one piece, the advice I would give to the industry, to companies is that, you know, we designed seeing my pace in the opposite way. We looked at what the consumers want. And we looked at studies and focus groups. Customers told us, you know, the way they want auto insurance to work. And then we challenged ourselves to say, does the data support that? Do we have data to say that driving less equals the probability of less losses or, or derives lower frequency. And then once we were able to come up with all of those answers, then we went out and created the new product line. And, you know, I would encourage companies and insurance professionals to not get stuck down on regulatory means, to not get stuck down on creating a profit margin and the math behind an idea first, but to really be innovative, create suggestions, create products, talk about it with your regulator, and really drive that innovation because it creates customer value and customer value and uh, is what we all need to think about continuously. Matt, thank you very much for your time today and for your incredible insight into launching the first pay-as-you-drive line in Canada. You've showed us it's not just about ideas, it's about making ideas happen. This was great. I Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by Guidewire, the platform PNC insurers trust to engage, innovate, and grow efficiently. Visit guidewire.com for more information.